The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, I sure hope we are today. I want this show to just get you excited and cheer you up. Welcome to every mom, every dad who's tuning in as well. We like the dads too. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we do encourage moms. We focus on your priceless value as a mother in this world. I got a question for you to start things out today. What mom doesn't want her child to feel loved and to have good memories of their childhood one day? Every mom I know wants her child to feel loved. And that's why I invited today's guest to be on the show. She is the author of a book called 365 Ways to Love Your Child, Turning Little Moments into Lasting Memories. And uh, that's why she's here today to help us do that. She's got so many creative, fun, no-cost ideas to make your child feel loved and to create memories. Don't we all need that in 2020? That's why I invited her. So stay tuned for Julie Lavender coming up right here on Channel Mom in just one minute. tell you about a company I've personally trusted with work in my home. When another company told us we had to get a new furnace, we called Premier Mechanical and they fixed our old furnace for much less than the cost of a new one. Premier is a licensed, insured air conditioning and heating service provider for the greater Denver area. They service, repair and replace ACs, furnaces, boilers, swamp coolers and more. They use upfront pricing so you know what it's going to cost before they begin. Read their reviews by googling Premier Mechanical Denver or visit their website at claimyourcomfort.com Moms are a big deal. But sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, you guys. I promise they speed me up in that last ad. I talk fast, but I do not talk that fast. So they had to speed up that ad. I'm sure of it. All right. A couple of items of business to take care of before we get to our guest. First of all, our mom market shout out. We're so honored and blessed to have new radio stations coming on every month. So a shout out to our moms now in Paris, Texas, also Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, uh, Kansas, Colorado Springs and Idaho right here in Denver. So glad to be on in Denver. We've been on in Denver for like eight, nine years now. So, so glad to have you guys. And thank you to all of our loyal listeners. And I've got a huge, gigantic thank you. Here it goes. We need to thank you for your incredible, huge support on Colorado Gives Day. 
applause all around. That is not insincere. That is from the bottom of my heart. I cried multiple times, both on Giving Tuesday and Colorado Gives Day, because I was overwhelmed at the generosity and graciousness of people in these times. Stepping out to help our ministry, to help more mothers, we surpassed our goal, thanks to all of you. Our listeners, our supporters, our followers, my friends, family, we surpassed our goal in a big way. Our goal was to raise $10,000 through Giving Tuesday and Colorado Gives Day as well, both of those. And we brought in well over that. Oh, my goodness. By the grace of God, I am so, so grateful. That means that we qualified for the Million Dollar Incentive Fund on Colorado Gives. You can still give uh, before the end of the year if you, if you feel led. Uh, it's coloradogives.org. Now, we're going to be using those funds for our annual Christmas outreach program where we go to single moms and we bless them and their kids with Christmas trees, Christmas presents. Sometimes we help them pay a bill or two. Uh, Some moms, when we show up with these things, begin to cry because they had no idea how they were going to make Christmas happen. It's also going to expand our prison outreach. Oh, my goodness. As soon as those prisons open up again, those moms need our help, our guidance. It's a biblically-based curriculum where we bring moms back to inner healing and to engaging their children our homeless mom outreach, and then last but not least, to stay on the air to continue to encourage moms like you. That fund, or those funds, I should say, help us stay on the air. So God bless you. Thank you so much for giving. Uh, You know, it's just incredible to me. And then one other little teensy thing before we bring on Julie, something kind of cool about my family. Here it is. I was born on my mom's birthday. She claims I was the best birthday present ever. I sure hope so. Oh my uh, that day, uh, December 9th. So uh, I just, you know, because I can, I'm on the radio. I wanted to play a little happy birthday song for my mom. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. So there it is. Happy birthday to me, I guess. <laughs> I don't have a hard time saying that, but happy birthday to my 84-year-old mom. I hope she doesn't mind me giving out her age on the air. She's a trooper. She's amazing, and happy birthday to her. I'm so grateful for her and my father. All right. We are going to get to our guest now. She has... Um, she, yeah, she's just got a cool life. The things that she has done to bless her children are impressive, and she wants to pass it on to the rest of us. Uh, she's given a few books away today, too. So get ready to email us or call us to win those books because they would make such a good um, kind of Christmas gift or a book to finish up 2020 and start 2021 on a positive note. So, yeah, get ready because we're going to give out the number and the email for you to win Julie Lavender's book. She is the author of 365 Ways to Love Your Child, Turning Little Moments into Lasting Memories. She has so many cool ideas in this book, um, and I know she's going to bless you. She's an award-winning writer, a former homeschooling mom, so she's got a lot of relevant advice for us today. Welcome to Channel Mom, Julie. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Don't you all love her accent? <laughs> I love her Georgia accent. My grandma, and I was just talking to Julie about this, grew up in Georgia. So every time I hear that accent, it feels a little bit like home in the sense that my grandma's voice was like home to me. So I'm so glad you have that accent. So my friend, why this book now? Why did you feel like kids need um, their mothers to have 365 ways to love their children, and why do moms need this? Well, I, I think it's so. I, I always think it's so cool. God's timing. Um, I had this idea for this book years ago, and I was homeschooling my kids, so I was too busy to write it. But I collected all the ideas, and a lot of them were things that I did with the kids anyway. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, 
I thought, I, I bet I can come up with 365, one for every day. Right. So I came up with the idea a long time ago, but the way the publishing world works, um, it just so happened to come out this time uh, of the of 2020 in October, and God's plan yeah. for such a time as this. Yeah. You know, we just, we need some positive things. We need some ideas. We need some new ideas. And so God's timing. I, right. I came up with the idea forever ago, but God knew just when it needed to be published. Yeah, I have a book that I came up with forever ago, and it's still not published. So you could pray that it is God's timing that it will come out when it's supposed to come out. That's right. <laughs> that's usually the way it works. All right. So I, I want to give uh, Mamas a preview. Um, she has ideas for ways in which you can show your children love very creative ways, unique ways, ways that they're going to remember. Um, you know, not the usual "I love you, honey" and a hug, which that doesn't mean that's bad. But but they're they're new and unusual ways, and they are in categories: how to show your child that you love them when you're outside, when you're in the home, which so many of us are now, when we're in the kitchen, uh, running errands, playing games, all kinds of categories. And I do want to remind you, she's giving this book away very generously. We've got three or four to give away, so if you want to call now, you may three zero three. Eight. What is it? Eight three five. I gotta remember. I gotta remember the number. Eight seven three one nine three five. I think it is. Eight seven three one nine three five. Eight seven three one nine three five with the three zero three area code. You can call from anywhere in the country. Any of our affiliates can also participate in this. Three zero three eight seven three one nine three five. Or if you're listening to this uh, during the weekend. Email us at channelmom at gmail if you'd like a copy of this fun book that's going to help you love your babies. All right, so Julie, I went through it last night and marked some of the ones that I thought moms would be super blessed by. I, I'm hoping moms will take notes today. And, and, and if they don't take notes, that they run out and buy your book to, to help you. But um, we're going to just you know go right through it. Boom, 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 boom. We won't get to all 365, but we're going to give you a lot of ideas that you can work into the next however many days you're stuck at home, new ways to love your kids, to put a positive spin on 2020. So I sort of loved where this is one of the first ones. Oh, um, you said something about taking a prayer walk around um, your house or your neighborhood to teach your child to pray for the area around them. That, that, that's a way for them to have some a little bit of control, but also to reach out to God wherever they are. Talk about that. Right, exactly. Uh, we would do this because my husband was military and we moved around so often. We moved around every two or three or four years. It was always fun to, in our new house, we almost always started our homeschooling year this way. We would go from room to room uh, in the den. We might pray, uh, please God help everything we uh, watch on television or whatever games we play or whatever we do as a family to be pleasing to you. Uh, when we would go to the kitchen, we would say, um, dear God, please bless the food that you will allow us to eat here. Help us to be uh, willing to share our food with others and um, bless our talk at the table. Uh, each child's bedroom, we prayed for each child specifically. Um, and the porch, we would pray for God's creations and give thanks for his creations. So we just tried to make it very personal for each place that we lived. Um, when we would walk around the neighborhood, if we knew the person by name, we would call them by name if we knew a specific prayer request. If we didn't, we might just pray for um, their extended, when they were little, they'd want to pray for everybody's grandmother, you know, those kinds of things. So we tried to make it very personal and just make them feel a connection to each of those new places that we went. And even if we'd lived there a really long time, 
then we were able to look back and see some of the answers to prayers. So right, it was right, right. It's a really fun time. Yeah, it is. All right, so I, I'm going to focus a little bit on outdoors, but since so many people are stuck in the indoors, I'm going I'm to move on to that. But um, you, t- you have a couple of fabulous ideas for the outdoors. Tell us about two things, the string fort and then um, what's the other one, the treasure bag hunt where you take a little treasure bag when you go on a walk. So those two ideas for outside ways to show your children that you love them. Um, when And I remember this from my childhood. A cousin that lived in another part of Georgia came to visit us. She was five years older than me, and she was so much fun. And we would get outside and find something fun to do because we just grew up in an old farmhouse. And my mom gave us all the old uh, skeins of yarn and string that she had, and we found some trees that were close together, and we just wrapped and wrapped and wrapped on three sides, and then we had a little fort. And we sat inside the fort, and we had a picnic, and we played in there, and we left it the whole time my cousin was there. And then it just took a few snips of the scissors to take down the the string and the yarn, and it was yarn my mom was going to toss anyway, but we had so much fun. And it was a different kind of a fort. And my mom just got out there with us and helped us create. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the treasure bag, you know, every time we go for a walk with the little ones, they want to collect things. And I found my rocks. They, 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 little ones want to pick up rocks. At least that, that's what that's I've exactly discovered. Right. <laughs> that's exactly right. And so I found myself when I got home the next day. I found all these rocks. I couldn't figure out why my washing machine was making so much noise and it's because everything had my pockets were full of rocks and, you know, I had rocks in the washing machine. So we learned to take a, a, a just a resealable sealable bag with us and I let them collect the things they would want to. And then we came back. Sometimes we made a game out of washing them. If it was rocks, then we'd get old toothbrush and scrub them. And my goodness, the, the hours they could spend doing that. Or we might just display the, um, the weeds that were going to wilt, but it was fine because we were going to toss them eventually anyway, or a rock or um, a flower that they found. But we just made a big deal about it, and we talked about it all being God's creations. Yeah, yeah. And and you also have um, in the book ideas for how to pass that idea of his love onto them and reminding them how, how much you love them in the midst of some of these cool ideas. All right, I'm going to go kind of rapid fire through the ideas that you have for indoors. And look, here's my heart. I just, I I always want to minister to every mom who tunes in to remind her, A, that she's got an incredibly important job, even if nobody ever thanks her or appreciates her. I know it's important. God knows it's important as she raises up those children. But in these times, it's particularly hard for mothers to, to, uh, I don't know, feel like they're they're being good moms even because there's so much pressure. There's so much financial woe and um, worry and all of it. And their kids are unhappy. So I'm so glad that you came along with this book to help a mom figure out fun things to do with her child to make them feel loved in this time where so many things have gone wrong. So let's go through some of the indoor stuff, kind of rapid fire. First of all, this one's kind of uh, um, something that a lot of moms are going to be familiar with, but I think a lot of moms don't participate in it with their kids. And every mom has seen one of these. It's that fort that your children put together by draping blankets and sheets. My kids <laughs> my kids are 22 and 18, and they did this the other day. They made a fort. Oh <laughs> they did it in the, oh, the wow. living room. But but you've got some just suggestions about how mom can get involved in that. So let's start with that. But I also want to do the warm towel. I want to get uh, on to what's uh, quietly. The, oh, the toy scene. The, you got so many good ideas. But let's start with the fort. Well, I think the mom should definitely be involved. Sometimes we do uh, just let them entertain themselves. But, you know, uh, I would climb on, it would climb on the inside with them. We would read books to them while, while read books inside the fort. Um, 
you know, let them eat there. You can clean up the crumbs. Um, we would play with toys there. Sometimes we'd bring whatever favorite toy they had, their stuffed animal. And occasionally we even spent the night under the fort. <laughs> Good for you, Julie. Yeah, I, that, that is one of the things I enjoyed about being a mom, is getting down on my knees and crawling around and doing stuff that they were doing with them. All right, what about the warm towel? Um, well, this is one that is always fun, and you need to employ either an older child or the dad or the mom, whoever's not giving the bath of the little one. But you can surprise them and let the other person go through a towel in the dryer for a quick, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, and get it really warm so that when they step out of the tub, you wrap them up in that warm towel. And it just, I just feel like they just feel the father's warm love right there. Yeah, amen. I'm, I'm probably going to try to do that for my adult children and my adult self. I should do that more often. I hate getting out of the shower. But if I knew I had a warm towel, it might help. That's right. Uh, all I right. <laughs> so I love this one. This is so cute. The arranging of the toys thing. Can you explain that? Oh, I think that came about because, well, my husband is a biologist, and he's very, um, just very professional with a lot of things he does, but yet he loves playing with the kids, and he loves being very creative. And so there are a lot of times when they would take a nap, he'd start arranging their toys for them for when they woke up. And I thought, this is such a fun idea. And so especially my son went through different things. Like for a while he was crazy about dinosaurs, then it was little plastic lizards, and then it was just different things. So whatever the child is fascinated with at that moment, when they fall asleep at night or when they're taking a nap, arrange it as if you'd been as if they'd been playing with it and just in some creative way, in some fashion, and add empty boxes to it. Um, add some bo- building blocks along with the dinosaurs. Just create a scene that they can just wake up and they're like their imaginations are stirred immediately. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, there are a couple that have to do with more with your child's heart um, rather than like play things. What about um, taking time, especially in these times when we're all stuck in the house, to be very quick to apologize and talk about forgiveness? Can can you explain that? Well, I think, um, you know, they learn from, from watching others when they're young. And there, I know there are times that, you know, I might just brush something aside really quickly, but I think it's very important to stop whatever I'm doing, try to figure out what exactly is going on if I hurt a child's feelings or if a sibling did, to stop right then, put down whatever I'm doing, look them in the eye and say, you know, I'm really sorry that hurt your feelings. And even if you need to explain why you did whatever you did or whatever, or maybe it's best not to always have an excuse for, for whatever happened, but just be quick to forgive, say a prayer right there. And, you know, they, they may still be angry for a little by, a little bit, but you could still say, you know, I'm sorry you're angry right now, but will you please forgive me? I'm very sorry. Yeah. And then that, that's a habit that gets passed on to them. They're more, I've watched my son do that. He's quick to say sorry and, and ask for forgiveness. And hopefully it's because he, he watched me do it. Um, right. I, I love this one too. Uh, giving your gift, uh, giving your child a gift for no reason, but then turning it into kind of a game. Can you talk about that? Oh, well, we've done a lot of scavenger hunts and, you know, we, I might write um, a silly rhyme and they've got to find the gift. Um, and it might be right after they wake up. A couple of times I've put little shoe prints or footprints and they would follow the footprints and find the toy and you know it might be a dollar toy it might be something silly um it's not that it has to be anything expensive but it's just the idea that it was a treat for them um or i've done like i said a a scavenger hunt or hidden it where inside their backpack or inside the shoe i knew they were going to put on for that day but especially if i wanted to treat them with something then I would almost make it kind of a game for them to surprise uh, them even more when they find it. What about backward day? 
Oh, that one's always fun. I love to say that mom backwards is still mom and dad backward is still mom. Uh, it's still dad. Yeah. And so, um, but, you know, you can turn everything around. Clothes uh, backwards. Be sure to have, you know, breakfast for dinner, uh, some kind of dinner for breakfast. Um, it's kind of fun to try to talk backward, you know, turn the whole sentence around. And lots of the older kids would get this better than the others. But um, just do everything backward that day. If you can walk backward most of the day. If you got to go get the mail, walk backwards to get the mail. Oh, but my gosh, that's so fun. fun. That is so fun. Who cares what the neighbors think, mm-hmm. right? Speaking of what the neighbors <laughs> think, you, you, and I think little kids would get a huge kick out of this, the, the message that you talk about leaving for your kids every time you leave the house, if the neighbors will tolerate it, can you talk about that? Oh, that's the one. Okay. So now, different places we lived, our base housing, where they were too close together. We couldn't always do this, but we did it in some of our older homes. Um, either coming or going, whether it was the dad or the mom, whoever, honk three times, and you tell them from the very beginning that's I love you in, in car language or whatever. <laughs> but honk three times, and when they hear that sound, they either know you've just gotten home or that you're thinking about them when you leave the home. Yeah. And what about exercise? What about you've got a suggestion about exercising? Well, and that, I say exercise together because I know that sometimes when they were younger, I thought when they take a nap, oh, this would be the best time for me to exercise. But I did, and I would still do that some, but I would make a point of exercising with them, whether or not I really felt like I was getting any exercise or not, just to include them, made them feel loved and valued. And it made them know that I just enjoyed sharing life with them, every bit of life. Yeah, and and you establish an exercise habit. Here's the thing. My husband happens to be a, a superintendent of, of school, a small school district, but he used to be the principal. The kids and I and he would go to that school in the winter and run the halls because you couldn't jog outside very well. So we would jog the wow. halls. And don't you know that both my kids are avid exercisers now? So so That's obviously right. there's a, 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 you know, a, a copycat thing that happens with moms and kids. And I'm so glad that we were able to set that example. Just a cup. We have like one or two more minutes for a couple more ideas. What about just an easy sit down time with albums? Now, I don't know if people do photo albums anymore, but you say pull out a baby book and tell a story or pull out a wedding album and tell a story. Or maybe you can just pull out a phone with those pictures, whatever it is. Talk about that. Well, I think a lot of times because uh, my youngest, she'll, she'll say a memory and then she'll say, but I don't think I really remember that. I just remember that from the pictures I looked at. And uh-huh. she's the youngest, and she's a little bit jealous uh, of the fact that her three siblings got to do this, that, and the other that she didn't do because she's the baby. And so she loves to have those memories, even if they were when she was three or four years old, because we looked at them in photo albums, or and, and then she still has that memory. So I think it's really fun to make them see what a valued member they were of the family at this event or at this event. And it could put those memories in their heads, and they almost feel like they were there, whether they truly remember it or not. Yeah, and you've got all ide- a, a bunch of ideas um, about leaving reminders of how much you love them around the house, whether it's using dried beans or little love notes or pillowcases. Really briefly, Julie, before uh, we have to end the show, tell mamas different creative ways to leave I love you around the house. Um, I love to put notes on their uh, pillow before I know they're going to bed. I've written on their bathroom mirrors. I, I have a feeling a lot of people have done this, but but I even get creative with that. One day it might be lipstick, and I never wear lipstick, but it's just freebies I would get. So it might be lipstick. It might be um, that mirror paint, uh, the shoe polish that's safe for mirrors. Um, I love to, when we go to a restaurant, which is not that often, we go through the drive-through when we would, then when they were little, I would almost always write on their cups before I got back home with their takeout, and I would write a message on their throwaway cup, and they just came to expect that, and they want it now, even as my twenty-year-old does. Yeah, that's right. Um, I have spelled out. 
I'm sorry? That, that is so right. I'm a sign maker, and I've made signs since my kids were zero, and, and often they express love, and I leave signs all over the place. I tape them to the car. I tape them to the outside door. I tape them to their bedrooms and their beds. I mean, to their you know bedroom doors. So, yeah, and they still like them, even even as adults. And I, say, them, and I love to find, you know, I can even find a little, a little tiny treat that might have come from a bubblegum machine or something and write a silly pun about it, you know. Um, I found a, uh, a tiny little toy cow that came in some kind of trinket and then I would write a note next to it and say, your love really moves me. Yeah, right. But the sillier the better. Even when they get older, those are things they're going to remember. Absolutely. Julie, you're a gift. Um, thank you for, for writing this book. Re- remember, you can win it. Uh, 303 uh, Eight seven. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with the number today. 303-873-1935 to win Julie's book. Or if you're listening on the weekend, uh, email us at channelmom at gmail.com to win. Julie, God bless you. How do they find the book? Um, the book is available at Baker Publishing House, uh, online, regular bookstores, independent Christian bookstores, any place good books are sold, you will find my book. Awesome. 365 ways to love your child. Have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for all these great ideas, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. I have loved being here. Okay, good. Bless you. All right. And I actually thought of an idea. I went virtual shopping for my mom on her birthday. So you could take your children virtual shopping for an elderly neighbor where I just sent her pictures or you can FaceTime them and say, do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? Uh, And I did it with clothing for my mom. And that would be a way to teach your children to love somebody else. So that's my idea. A little freebie. It's maybe not as good as Julie's, but that's mine. All right. Thanks again for how you guys support us. This is the time in the show that I I thank you for all you do as a mom. If nobody's thanked you today, I am thanking you for all the work and dedication and love you put into raising up those babies. God bless you. Almost Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in today. Enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.